everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode of More Money. Mia is back, and I am so excited to talk to her today. Welcome, Mia, for interview number two. How are you? I'm doing great, Cassie. How are you doing? I'm fabulous. Uh, tell me something awesome. Boy, you know, it just feels so good. I feel so much on my path lately, um, just especially after this week's call. Um, yeah. Finding that the rules... Uh, for everything that I do in my life, not just about, about money, don't need to be so rock solid. And I can be on a path and also not diverge too far off of that path and get myself in trouble. Just be nice and comfortable on that path. It's not to say that the guidelines and the rules don't help a little bit, but there comes a point where you kind of need to, to see the path and go on it. Yes. And I want to talk, I definitely want to talk more about that. Um, for those of you who've been following this interview series, me has been in the Enchanted Circle for 136 days. Super excited about that. And so we did have a conversation in this week's call about sort of rules and boundaries and being good. And so will you share a little bit just to give some background to our listeners? Like, how did you see rules and boundaries kind of prior to that conversation? Yeah, I can get I can get to be a little uh, a little hard on those on those things, following things because in in a very good way, boundaries can be good for me because I can go off and do crazy things every now and then and get myself injured or get myself into a little trouble. So I can I find those things to be helpful, but I hold on to them sometimes a lot longer than they're helpful for me, um, and it can almost take me away from the path that I should be on. And it was an interesting thing because it really didn't have to do with money. It had to do with running. I talked to you mm -hmm. about that. Um, you know, how do we, how do we, you know, um, kind of justify the rules and so on and so forth. And it really tied into my assignment, which was, you know, writing about being a financial wizard mm -hmm. and the magic, you saw the magic right away in my story. Um, and that magic really brought me back to that um, childlike magic that you feel when you're right on the right path and you, you don't need these rules. In fact, they can kind of hurt you. And you need to see the difference between the things that keep you on the path and the things that take you away from the path. And that's, that's where I really feel like I've come is I can see the things that's helped me stay on the path and also the things that keep that divert me from the path. So it's it's been really really good. Awesome. Trusting in magic too. That that was a big one. That was a really really big one for me. Yeah. Cuz I also had this thing about hey maybe I'm not a financial wizard because I forgot the parts about taking care of money and it's about taking care of money and you told me, you know Mia, those really don't fit with the story that you wrote. The story that you wrote was about how things come your way if you trust and you believe in the magic. That was completely your story. And I thought to myself, oh my God, that's it. So it's perfect, perfect um, illustration of how holding on to those rules of I need to be so disciplined about money and I'm not that I don't need to be so disciplined about it 
I just need to have my guidelines and be on my path. And the same thing, same exact story came up with the running about a half hour later in the call. And it just, it just cemented it right in for me. It was great. Awesome. I love it. And so I just want to um, give a little more behind the scenes too, to those listening. So, you know, Mia had said, well, so she wrote, there's a, there's an assignment when you get to a certain point in manifest 10 K where you start to write um, your new money story from a, a, I would say a more magical place from the place where you've had all of this experience for about, you know, 30 to 60 days of really playing with money and seeing it as more magical and having fun with it and just really um, focusing on it and bring it in into your life. And then we start writing the story. And so it was very magical. And there was a place, you know, where it was like, there was a lot of, you know, rules and having to be, I don't know, you know, accounted. What was the term you used? It wasn't accounting for. It, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was disciplined and I, I forget exactly the way I put it in the, in the story. I said something like I started the, this part out by my money works harder for me than I work for my yes. money. And you caught it right away. <laughs> work for your money. <laughs> yes. Because that didn't fit with this whole financial wizard and bringing money in and being fun and in the trust and the magic that you spoke to earlier. And so that jumped out. And I love that because especially I'm sharing it with our listeners because that is something that happens when we go to write our money story and we don't sort of have another set of eyes on it is we start out in this very big open space of, oh, this is possible. I can do this. But then our, our current selves sneak in and go, oh, but you got to, but what I really want is for my money to work harder than I work. Right. And it's those things I, it's like, we think we have to get those in there, but really when we surrender and we trust that we're in the magical space, we're writing sort of the magical story of this financial wizard that, that we get to loosen those boundaries. And one of the examples that then came up later in the call is you said, well, we have boundaries and running, right? Which makes sense. And um, most of you know, like Jill Angie is one of my BFFs. So she, I know a lot about running and, and um, from that perspective. And so I know like, you know, if you, you know, you can run further and faster by putting some boundaries, by going a little bit slower and shortening the time you're running and all those things. And that all works really well with running, right? But what we talked about, and you, you have mentioned this, but I just wanted to break it down a little bit more for people is, you know, but then we take these rules that we have, um, that we just kind of make up, right? I think when we comes to running, there's a lot of research that shows that, but when it comes to money, there's a lot of rules that have just either been handed down or filtered through or even we make up, I've like found ones that I've just like made up. Like, I think this is true. And I have to go like, is that really true? (laughs) (laughs) You know, along the path and the same with my friends. I'm like, where did you get that? Well, I heard such and such say this, and then so-and-so said this. So I, I combine the two. I'm like, I don't think that's accurate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, but we put those rules that then keep the magic at bay. Right. It's, it's so, it's so true. Very true. Um, Yeah. So yeah, talk- you know, yeah. I recently started. I started working. Speaking of running, um, it was one of the exciting things that I did is is sign up for a one on one work with a woman awesome. that I've been following online and doing some of her online courses. Who does Feldenkrais, which is basically a a body centered thing, and she specializes in runners. Um, and awesome. I've really enjoyed her stuff. It's been great. But I had a one on one session with her, 
And it was so good because it's all the things you can't put words to basically. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's really, it's really a felt pre, you know, proprioception in your body about loosening parts that have been tight. Um, it's mm. not about stretching. It's just about movement. And it's, it's the same kind of thing. There's, there's like the rules aren't really there. You know, they're, yeah. they're just something that help guide us when we don't have a path. Um, but yeah, you have to have some knowledge obviously. So Right. Yeah. Ooh, and that's what I love that you said. And I think that happens a lot in the beginning is that we, we go for these rules and boundaries because they're sort of in those beginning phases of learning anything. So if you're just going to go start running, it is good to have like, here's some basic running rules. Right. But like what you've said with um, this person, as you move in, you expand a little bit more and the rules, like the general rules go out the door and it's really specific to your body. Like there's no more rules because it's very specific to your body. Is that what I'm hearing? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so talk about how those rules are helpful at the beginning and how now you have two examples, which I love. One is running and one is money, how sort of opening up to your own personal path and being more personal that rather than these sort of generic rules, how that's opening up things for you. Um, it's an awareness of, um, it's an awareness of, of all the possibilities that are, that are out there. And also it's an awareness of things to put down, you know, mm -hmm. um, things that don't serve anymore. And when I look back, you know, at my life and, you know, just what you prepare your career for going to college and how it's all, there's a lot of rules and your first jobs are all that way. But when you really make your way, it's just about an awareness of mm -hmm. um, all the possibilities, what's useful, what's not. You're able to see those things so much more clearly then when you have to pay attention to the rules in the very beginning. Um, and so it just, it, it all comes through, but I'll say this too, um, almost impossible to do without some sort of coach or mentor. You know, uh, mm -hmm. I was mentored early on in my career by a couple of people that really helped me out. I'm coached and mentored by you I'm being coached and mentored by a Feldenkrais practitioner. It really helps to have that outside person because that really keeps, keeps you honest. Um, mm -hmm. Um, you know, both with stuff, Hey, you could put this down and maybe you should look at picking this up, um, that kind of thing. And it's really, then everything opens up for you as well, even further. So it's, it's guidance. It's not go this way. It's just guidance, you know? Um, mm -hmm. so. Absolutely. Really you read my mind. Cause that was going to be my next question. What is, what is having somebody there as a mentor, as a coach, like how does that make letting go of those rules and opening up and following your own path easier? Well, it's, it's, um, it's really hard to put into words, but you, it, it's, it has to do a little bit with confidence, uh, but a lot with trust. And that's a big word for me as well is trust a lot about trusting that Everything is for a very, very good reason. Everything that comes your way is for a very, I've, put it, I've heard it put a different way that, you know, for a really, really good hitter in baseball, they want every pitch that comes their way, whether it's right in their wheelhouse or whether it's coming right at their head. It's, they just want that exact pitch. That's what they want. And they do something with it. And it's a different way of looking at it, but it's, it is that trust that, um, that is there. But 
it also helps to have the awareness to see how could this be good? How could this be a good thing? How could this be a good direction? Um, you know, and for me, I'm a pretty mature person. I know I'm not the only mature person in, in, in Cassie's course, but I'm in my, you know, getting to be my late fifties and there's still a lot of help uh, that can come from a good coach. Um, and it's really always important to, in fact, I get more help from coaches that I seek out right now um, than I probably ever have in my younger life. So it's, mm. it's really, it's super helpful. I love that. And so how would you describe, and we talked a little bit before we started recording about this, but, um, and you called it like being on the path, like we, we've been talking about releasing the rules and boundaries and being on the path. How do you describe if you, I don't even know if you can, but what that feels like and, and how you know. It feels like gliding, you know, it feels like gliding and there is um, no resistance is exactly what it feels like. And um, there's also um, uh, no fear um, of going way off path, you know, um, doing something that will take you way off path. So there's uh, a real feeling like you're, there's almost a groove, you know, that, that it's very easy to stay in if you believe that it's easy if you trust that it's easy it's very easy to stay in and that's really cool because for me you know if I work really hard and follow all the rules sometime or another I'm going to do something that makes me diverge and does more harm than good just because I don't even know why I I do it but it happens happens in running happens with money happens with kind of everything so it's really good to feel to feel trusting to be on a path um, to know that the guidance is there. Um, it just feels, it feels easy to stay in, stay in the lane, stay in the lane that you need to be in. So. I love that. That is one of the best descriptions of how it feels that I've heard. It's like the gliding, it is like staying in your own lane and it's like, you can't go very far off. And I think that goes is what you're saying is that that's because there's this trust and it's really coming from somewhere inside of you versus these outside rules. Yeah. 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 That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Definitely a very good way of good. putting it. Yeah. And what I heard from you is even when you work hard and you follow all the quote unquote rules, you've found a way in the past to diverge off, but this feels different because it feels like your path. Yes. Yes. And just, you know, just to go back, back to it, you know, in the running thing, at some point I would decide, Oh, I got to do more distance or, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I should do some heavy squats, you know? And it's like, where did that come from? Where did that come from? And you get injured and then you can't, you know, then you're not running for a while, you know? And it's like, right. where did that come from? You know, what, what pushed me to do that? And it's just something that when you're not really um, grooved in your, in your path, uh, it's easy for me anyway to get, just go way off path, way off mm-hmm out of the lane, you know, so. You're not the only one. It's actually, I love having this running example because like that is in, in running, it sounds a little bit more, I don't know, like it, it doesn't sound crazy, but it's like, oh yeah, but this is the training program, but I'm going to do, go do a a hundred heavy squats or whatever. Right. (laughs) And you're like, why would you think of that? Right. (laughs) Exactly. That's what I should do. But that's what happens all the time. And it's what happens all the time with people in my, they'll be on, they'll be doing it. They'll be following the rules. And then it's like all of a sudden, oh, I should go buy this new car or, oh, all of a sudden I should go buy this 
you know, wild investment that may or may pay off. Right. Right. Um, or I might, you know, maybe I should go do this thing. And it's because, and I think it's, it's interesting you say that because it's like when it's, um, I think part of it is when we're about to like grow, sometimes we get off because it's not, if it's not our own path and I'm just like understanding this sort of as listening to you too, when it's not our own grooved path, we kind of want to find a way off sometimes I think. Yes. Um, And so, because it just doesn't feel like us. And so, I don't know, we just kind of rebel against those rules because maybe they're not our path's rules, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think think you're exactly right there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I love it with having the running example because it's so, I mean, I see it all the time when I work with business, in, in money and with business owners, everything is running right. And then it's all of a sudden like, well, I think I should offer this new program at, you know, I'm like, you don't even teach that. Where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You business know? is a, another good way to see it. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm. So I know at this point you've manifested almost $8,000 and that's outside of um, expecting you're in the process of, of selling a business and you got double what you expected to for that? Yeah, that, that's exactly right. I was selling some equipment and um, I, you know, I know the business I've been in it for 35 years and I thought, well, this is about what it's worth. You know, it's a bunch of tanks and stuff. And I thought on a per gallon basis is probably going to be about four, maybe four, four dollars a gallon. And I went into the GM of, you know, where I make my wine. I know her really well. And uh, she says, uh, well, yeah, we, we can sure use those tanks. Um, how about $8 a gallon? So it was basically <laughs> double what um, I was expecting to get out of the blue with no, you know, um, and I'll take them somewhere else if you don't buy them. You know, it was nothing right. like that because we're friends and um, she just offered it and it was, and it was like, wow. And uh, I remember telling Cassie about it on a phone call. It was like, this is like 120 grand, you know, I mean, and it, I was, yeah, I was kind of expecting 60, maybe 80 at the outside. It was just absolutely amazing. So yeah, it doesn't include that. I mean, that'll eventually end up in my pocket probably around the end of the year. Right now yeah. it's just in another checking account, but yeah, it's, it's a big deal. That is a big deal. I love yeah. it. And how did it, do you think that had to do with being in a more abundance vibration? And oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, you know, at that point I was probably close to two months in the, in the program, Uh even though I've been moving kind of slowly through manifest 10 K kind of waiting for the lessons to come when I need them. Um, I know I was definitely in the, in the, in the right space for that. It was absolutely, absolutely true. You know, and the same thing is happening um, with inventory. We're not getting big offers, but it's just like if when one thing falls through, something else comes up, you know, in terms of sales, it just, and you just trust, you know, mm-hmm. that it's, that it is going to be there instead of, it, oh my God, I lost this and I got to go over here and find and knock on this door. And it's, it's like, hey, just, just wait, you know, the, yes. it'll come. Oh, and that's so huge. And that's all about trust. So how good, um, like talk about the evolution of that for you, you know, where have you always been able to trust? Like how have you really opened up or, I mean, did, were you almost there when you joined the enchanted circle or have you kind of grown into that over the last four months? You know, it was always the, it was probably the reason that I actually finally joined. I was listening to the podcasts, both, uh, both you and Jenny and, and the more money podcast for more than a year. And, Mm -hmm. um, I was always like, 
how I, I have to have a how, you know, I've got to have a how and I'm a hard worker so I can do it. Just tell me how to do it. And it was always, nope, there's no how, there's no how, there's no how <laughs> it's you, you do, you do the, you do the work and it, and it comes your way. You do, you know, the, the exercises, it comes your way and you know, there isn't this big thing. Uh, and so that's probably what made, made me join more than anything else. And that has everything to do with trust. Mm -hmm. Because when you don't trust, you always have to know how. Yes. You always have to know how. Um, I think we might have talked about this on the first podcast, but I live in an area where last October there were really big fires. And we were, where I live was under advisory evacuation all the, the whole time. We didn't ever get mandatory, even though most people left because the fire was really, really close. And I just kept remembering the, one of my favorite mantras that you have, which is, I'm great. I'm so grateful. I'm so well taken care of, you know, mm -hmm. and it really made me believe, it, you know, that I didn't have to know how I was going to be yes. safe. I was just going to be safe one way or the other, whether we had to evacuate or not, you know, it, mm -hmm. it, it was going to be okay. And I just, I said it all the time. I said it to people around me and people were really like, wow, that's, that's really cool. That's really cool. Um, so I, as you know, those things really kind of pushed me in the direction of, I need to do this. This is what I need to do. It's about trust. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm going to get it here, you know, or understand it more. Yeah. Which you have, right? You have, like you just said. Like, oh, absolutely. You, absolutely. And I love that story. And I love that evidence for people listening is like when one thing falls through, you don't have to go like start panicking or knocking the door. You just wait. And, and you're saying for you, it's, it's come, the next thing comes and the next thing comes, right? Yeah. Yep. It, yeah. it does. You know, and, um, I have never, ever really wanted for anything. I've always, you know, I've always had money. I've always had a job. I've always had work. Um, but I can get a little worried about that stuff, even though I don't have any evidence, you know, <laughs> that that has ever happened. So trusting for me is really important. And it's also really um, completely cemented in because there are people on the call that are literally down to their last dollar mm -hmm. without, um, you know, knowing where the next stuff and the amount of uh, trust that you help them feel by the next week three things have happened at least, you know, yeah. um, and they're right back on the path and it's like, hmm, wow, you know? Yeah. So it's also the other people, um, that are in the enchanted circle that really, really bring it home, really yeah. bring it home. Oh, I love that. And I'm glad you said that. And that's why I'm, uh, doing that for our listeners as well. It's like, I want them to hear you, like you're trusting and it happens. Um, so that's awesome. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Yeah. What are you excited about next? Like, what are you, um, now that you're feeling this path, your trust muscle is very strong. What are you excited about? You know, I'm excited about um, doing one of your weekend seminars and, and getting into scripting a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. Since I'm a winemaker, Harvest might interfere with the, with the first one that would be uh, available to me, but it'll, it'll happen. And that's the other thing thing is trusting you know um a lot of times i don't get it seems like i'm behind a lot of people on the lessons in manifest 10k but when i finally get to them it's like 
always the completely right time. Something is happening in my life. And it's like, wow, look at this lesson. This is all about everything that I need to deal with right now. So mm -hmm. the same thing with the seminar. I'm sure it's going to happen right when it needs to. So I'm not, you know, either harvest is going to happen and I'm going to be able to come or to the or go to the participate in, in the one that I'd like to, or it's going to be next year before I get to one, you know, with mm -hmm. travel plans and stuff like that. And it'll be fine. It'll be perfect timing no matter what. So, but I am excited about that because I think um, just with the writing that you have us do, and, and I can see it kind of expanding into a little bit more creative stuff mm -hmm. in the Manifest 10K, I know the scripting is going to be um, really exciting, really yes. exciting. It is. I'm so excited to have you do that as well. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, thank you for catching us up. Any final thoughts, anything that you want to share today? Just that uh, every, I, I can't say enough good and um, so much support from the whole Enchanted Circle, from your podcast, from you. I can't believe how quickly you see stuff um, for everybody. You know, you just see right through everything, go right to the right story. And you say, nope, what are you talking about that for? What about this? You know, or, or just little things like that. And it's, it's just amazing in it and uh, really, really very helpful. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. And thank you for being here to share and give somebody I know, at least one, I'm sure many uh, people that like tr message of trust to open up a little bit more. And I can't wait for the next interview to see what else has opened up for you and all the amazing things coming. Thank you so much to our listeners. Thank you, Mia. You're welcome. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you for joining us on The More Money Show. To learn the step-by-step -step process to welcome more money into your life, go to manifest10k.com.